Want ideas to grow your ministry and engage your supporters? Coming to you from QT4CM.org. This is the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. And here's your host, David Allen. Leadership coach Cam Taylor is back with us today with his sixth tip on thriving when faced with ministry setbacks. Cam is author of the book Detour, a roadmap for when life gets rerouted. We all want to get to our goals and destination fast and without problems. For this reason, people love their microwave ovens and high-speed internet. Unfortunately, waiting is part of the deal when we unexpectedly meet with an unwelcome setback. Cam, what advice do you give to a person faced with a season of waiting? To be honest, there's not a quick or easy answer to that question. What advice would I give to a person faced with a season of waiting? I think I would roll my answer out over the next few minutes like I'm going to do right now. But let me say for starters, the way that you look at your storm and your setback is a good place to start when it comes to learning how to wait. The problem is very simple. We've been conditioned to have things quickly. I've traveled somewhat around the world, and I, re- I think of the places where I've gone that their whole idea of waiting is so much more developed than ours is in the West. Take Africa, for example. You know, they are used to walking miles to get somewhere. It's just the whole pace is just slowed right down because in their culture, waiting is something that they do. It's amazing how relaxed some people are who are used to waiting. We have so many modern conveniences in our culture that create this expectation of having it now and having it instantly. Instant food, instant answers by simply going to Google, instant entertainment, fast cars that drive on freeways and book summaries we can read in 15 minutes. Waiting isn't normal for us in our Western culture. Unfortunately, during a setback, for a whole variety of reasons, you're forced to slow down and spend a lot of time waiting, depending on the severity of your situation. Maybe your bone is broken so you can't walk. Have you ever tried to go fast on crutches? Trust me, it doesn't work. It's not possible unless you plan want to do a face plant as a result. When I woke up two days after my motorcycle accident, in ICU, I had tubes coming out of every part of my body. And very instantly, it started to sink in. I am not going anywhere anytime soon. I am stuck here on this bed being forced to wait and throw in a little agony and a little suffering in the meantime. But I had to learn pretty quickly or be extremely miserable that this was going to be a long journey of waiting. Actually, I was being enrolled in WU, Waiting University. But on that particular day, I I didn't realize the severity of how long the wait was going to be. It ended up that I had to wait 717 days. And I did count those days, yes, before I could actually drive again. I waited over 5,000 hours on the recliner to be mobile again, other than with a walker or crutches or a wheelchair or a scooter. 
I waited for 10 surgeries to be completed so that I could fully engage back in my work again. My waiting went on for three years. And for some people, that's just the start. Well, what did I learn in that? What was the key to help me learn to wait? Which I think I did learn a few things about waiting. I had to change my perspective. I had to clean off the grime and the grit that was on the window of my soul so that I could see what I needed to see in order to wait. Isaiah 40, verse 31 says, But those who wait... Another word is those who trust, those who rely upon the God, get fresh strength. They spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run and don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind. For me, waiting meant learning to look at my circumstances differently and look out this freshly washed window of my soul, letting God give me strength in my waiting. Practically, I would say I tried a few activities that helped me in my waiting. Now, these things may help you as well as you think about perhaps a season of waiting because of a setback or a roadblock or a storm that's blown into your life, into your ministry, into your situation. One of the things I did, one activity I participated in was I tried wondering while waiting. While I waited, I reflected on the gifts I had been given. I reflected on the talents I possessed, the gratitude I wanted to express, and the people who were all around me. I wondered. I just wondered and waited with gratitude, and it left me feeling blessed, left me feeling somewhat enriched by what actually I had to be grateful for. I also wandered while waiting. I got on my electric scooter and I went on into the neighborhood. I remember I was going so slow that I could just stop right by the flower bush and smell the the flowers. I wondered, what does this flower smell like? I'd never done that before. I was always running by or in a hurry, in a rush. I stopped. I talked to the neighbors. I waited. I listened. I wondered and I wandered around the neighborhood. One of the neighbors who stood out to me was a fellow with Parkinson's disease who was also in a scooter. And I got to know him. I had time to wait and listen and be with him out there on the road, on the street. I discovered the burden that he was carrying was so much greater than mine was. And it made me appreciate what I had as I heard what he had to carry in his life. And his story inspired mine. And I hoped that as I wandered, I could actually encourage him with my story, which I think I did. So I I wondered, I wandered, I tried weeping while waiting. My pain and hurt desperately needed a relief valve. So while I waited, I actually learned to weep. I learned the power and the value of tears. And I learned the value of deeper crying that is not just sort of superficial crying, but something that comes from deep within. And some of that took a lot of work and took some help from an outside source, people that helped me with that. But while waiting, I wept, I cried, I I allowed this pent-up pain and struggle and emotion to come out from me. 
And while I waited, I had the time to do that. And it actually ended up being a gift that I received while I waited. I tried waltzing while waiting. Waiting offered me a great opportunity to learn some new dance steps. Now, I'm no dancer, never have been, and definitely am not now with my legs being the way they are. But metaphorically, I learned new ways of acting and reacting in certain situations. I waltzed with my circumstances. I danced with what I had to deal with. The people I had been impatient with in the past were now the same people I was learning to understand and accept. Waiting showed me ways to be a better person, to treat people differently and handle my circumstances differently. I tried also widening my view while waiting. Waiting gave me time to explore new worlds that were within my reach. I took courses. I listened to podcasts. I opened my mind up to new ideas, read stories of people whose lives had made an impact and who had gone through difficulty like I had. And my view was widened. My horizons opened up to me right in front of me. And my muscles grew strong, especially my empathy muscles and my ability to deal with difficulty and adversity. Another way that I, an activity that I participated in is I tried being wrecked by waiting. I tried being wrecked by waiting. I learned that being wrecked can lead to old unworkable priorities and patterns being destroyed. Waiting disturbed my status quo, left me changed for the better. If you look at the life of Israel, on their journey from Egypt to the Promised Land, there's a term that I came to learn a few years ago called this land between. And Israel had their share of waiting on their journey from Egypt to the Promised Land. It it was an opportunity in that desert to learn new skills, to learn to worship the true God, to let some of those practices in Egypt to fall off so that they could learn to trust and rely upon God. And when they were able to see it for what it was as a time of growth and development and change, it actually helped them to grow and move forward. Those who grumbled in the waiting and complained about their life and how unfair God was and how he had abandoned them, they grew impatient and brought on more pain and even more waiting. And I want to leave you with a, with a prayer that I think kind of bring this all, all, brings this together as you're in your waiting. And it's called a prayer while you wait. May God visit you with patience in your season of waiting. May the barren landscape of your adversity become the fertile soil of new growth. May the God of grace revive your spirit and give you back your laughter. May you find God with you in your pain and trustworthy as you wait. May the one who restores what's been taken meet you in the desert and journey with you to the other side. Amen. Thanks for listening. That was leadership coach and author Cam Taylor. In our next QT for CM episode, Cam will continue his 10-step series on living with purpose and resiliency in our ministries. You can download Cam's action guide available to you in our show notes at qtforcm.org. There are several ways you can connect with Cam, including how to find out about his new book, Detour, a roadmap for when life gets rerouted. The best way is to access his free material or download a free excerpt from his book 
on his website at www.camptaylor.net. He has an email course on resiliency, a journal that goes with the book, or the option of signing up for a free exploratory coaching session. You can also get these links in our show notes at qt4cm.org. Cam Taylor is a leadership coach, speaker, and author who helps people in the church and marketplace live with purpose and resiliency. This episode is a sixth in a series of QT for CM episodes he has entitled 10 Keys to Thriving When Faced with Ministry Setbacks. We would like to thank the sponsor of this podcast, the Great Commission Foundation. The Great Commission Foundation provides financial management, administrative services to ministries, and handles charity donation receiving and government compliance in both the United States and Canada. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. Until next time, be encouraged. God is with us. Serve with joy.